Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. I'm so excited because today we have our first guest. I have quite a few guests coming up. I'm going to try to alternate episodes solo just with me and then also with guests. We have lots of dental students and practicing dentists and I'm really excited to share their stories with you. But today's episode, our guest is Eleni. She is finishing up her D1 year at Tufts School of Dental Medicine. She has a really great Instagram page and YouTube where she helps you guys with all kinds of pre-dental and gives you insight into what dental school is like for her. So in this episode, we talk about her master's program that she did before dental school and why she thought that was really helpful for managing the course load and learning how to study like in challenging classes. And also she gives a lot of really good advice about time management, handling dental school, with the course load itself and then also how much time she personally devotes to the hand skills and everything. So I thought it was really interesting and I think you guys are really going to love this episode. I want to do the intros always by myself and real time because I did this interview a few weeks ago, but the intro, as always, we're going to talk about what's going on in my life and then what's been motivating me. And real quick, make sure you all are following the Instagram. It's just at Dental Download Podcast because that's where I do a lot of polls and ask you guys for your opinions on episodes and questions you want me to be asking these guests. So make sure you join our family on there and also follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. But as for what's going on in my life, I just finished up college classes, so I'm transitioning from college into this weird kind of limbo break period. It's about one and a half months. We have to finish our orientation content by June 23rd and we start classes online for dental school on the 24th, but they're opening that on the 15th for us of June. So about a month and a half that I have to fill with time. And that kind of gets into what's been motivating me lately is I had to figure out what I'm going to do with all this time. I had some plans for traveling and for kind of like odd jobs, but I really can't do that with this pandemic happening. So I made a really long list on my phone of all different kinds of tasks and projects, whether they're a quick task or something that's going to take days that I can reference when I have a day and I just want to do something and be productive. I'm not going to force myself to do one a day or something like that. It's just going to be when I'm feeling down or feeling like I need to do something and have a task to do, then I'm going to look at this list. So some examples for you guys, if you're needing something similar to help fill your time, I have quite a few books on there that I'd like to read. Um, also updating stuff around the house, like different things in my room that I want to paint or just change, revamp to be more my style. That's a really great project to do. Working with things you already have at your house, not having to like order new things. Then lots of small organizations slash cleaning projects, just like organizing your junk drawer, clearing out all your like old soaps and like face masks, things you don't use. And then also your closet. That's always a big one. And then some bigger projects, like if you have a storage room in your house, like a junk room or like a catch-all room that's just like full of junk or things that you want to sort through and figure out what you want to donate eventually, that's like a few-day project definitely. Those are all some things on my list and I'm excited to know that I have that to kind of fall back on if I'm starting to get in a bit of a funk. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. But without further ado, we will get into this episode with Eleni. I hope you guys really enjoy it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, hi everyone. So I'm here with Eleni and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit. Hi guys, my name is Eleni. I am a first year dental student at Tufts. I went to Boston College for my undergrad and then I actually did a master's at Tufts and I got my master's in biomedical science. And that was a one year program that I did and then after that I started my dental school um, at Tufts. Awesome. So what made you want to be, um, if people don't know, you actually have an Instagram and a YouTube page and everything, and I'll link those in the show notes below, but what made you want to start, I guess, like being on social media and like giving advice to people through like YouTube and Instagram? So in the year that um, I was deciding to do a master's, I took a gap year between undergrad and my master's. I was working at my parents' dental office and I did a lot of social media for them. So I was seeing all these dental students um, with these social media accounts, and I thought it was so inspiring, and it made me reflect on my time in undergrad and being pre-dental, and there really wasn't much guidance for us. We did have a pre-med office, but there was no specific pre-dental um, like advisor that we could go to. So I was really in the dark about all the whole process and everything. So seeing these students giving all their advice on Instagram really inspired me to start my own. So ever since I saw that, I was dying to have my own Instagram and have my own um, YouTube. So that's really what inspired me. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you've grown a lot already and you've only had it since you pretty much started this like one school year. So that's really exciting. Um, That's actually how I found Eleni was through Instagram. So it's fun. I feel like you can like it's like a little community of like Instagrammer, YouTuber, like dental students and everything. So I feel like it's very fun. Um, so you did mention that your parents are dentists. Do you feel like in dental school that's been helpful, like you've had more exposure to things or do you feel like you're pretty much like level with all your classmates? The only reason why I feel like I have more exposure was because I did work with them. I had time to be in the office and I had time to Um, assist them. So that really gave me, um, I think, an advantage, but nothing to do with them actually being my parents has helped me in dental school other than the fact that I have actual experience in their office. Yeah. So would you highly recommend like getting an assistant position somewhere if someone's able to? Do you feel like that's very helpful with everything? For sure. If you have the opportunity to work in an office, maybe in a summer, or if you do decide to take like a gap year, I highly recommend working in an office because you get that exposure, you get that experience, and you see what day-to-day life is like. Because when I shadowed, you just go in for like a few hours. That's how I did it. I would just go see a few procedures and then leave. So I wasn't getting that day-to-day experience, which I got when I was working there. Awesome. And then when did you decide on dentistry as like dental school and a career and everything? So actually growing up, I never wanted to be a dentist. I saw my parents and I was like, I never want to be a dentist. Like that's gross. Like you're working in people's mouths. But then in high school, 
I kind of realized that I liked sciences and I liked talking to people and I also liked art. And I realized that dentistry kind of puts all of that together and all the pieces just kind of came together for me. And I realized that dentistry is the perfect career for me. And as I did more um, shadowing and volunteering, um, I like loved it even more. And that's kind of how I decided on dentistry. That's awesome. And that kind of leads into my next question. I was wondering, you touched on it briefly when you were introducing yourself, but what was your like pathway to getting accepted? Like how was your application process? And also like, why did you end up settling on Tufts? So when I applied, I was dead set on going right after I graduated. So when I was given a deferred acceptance, I was heartbroken. So Tufts gave me, I don't know if other schools offer this, but Tufts gave me um, a deferred acceptance. So what they said was do a one-year master's program, improve your grades, and then you're going to have a spot in the following year. So I did my Tufts, the MBS program, and then they gave me my spot. And I think the reason why I was so set on Tufts was because not only did both my parents go there, but I'm from Boston and I loved Boston. And especially after going to Boston College, I just love the city so much. And I think that's really what drew me to Tufts. I know you've been there for a year so far. So do you feel like there's anything about Tufts program that stands out from like other dental schools that you looked at, whether it's like socially or academically or in the clinic or something? Yeah, I think something unique about Tufts, which I don't know if most students would know about this, is that Tufts has a really, it's in a good location within Boston. Um, It's in the middle of Chinatown. So you're always going to have a ton of patients. And I know that like at UConn, you're in like a remote area. So you're not going to have as many patients. And then also even at Boston University, it's kind of in a secluded area. So not that many people are going in that direction. So I think Tufts has a more has a better location for patients to come to. So that's really good in the clinic. That's awesome. And then have you been able to like assist in clinic or anything yet? Are you mostly just in pre-clinic, like working on your hand skills and everything? Yeah. So actually we've been required to assist. Um, We've been taking this class called Intro to the Dental Patient. So we're learning how to talk to patients and we even learned how to take um, vitals. So we had to learn how to take blood pressure and do a head and neck exam. So we have, we've had had assignments throughout the year where we had to go and assist within our clinic. I feel like a lot of people's like high on their list for choosing a school is like how early you get in with patients. Obviously, you can't be working on patients right away, but even being around them, I feel like is really important and like helpful, obviously, for improving your skills and everything. Um, do you have any insight onto like classes so far? Like which ones have been most challenging or most enjoyable for you? So anatomy has been a very difficult class. And I know a lot of people ask about that class and they know that it's a big, um, a lot of content. Um, but to be honest, even though it was very challenging, I loved it. And so at Tufts, we have the opportunity to go into the clinic, into the anatomy lab, And we do from the torso up. And that opportunity was just amazing. You learn so much by dissecting the body. And I just loved being able to see everything and just like have a hands-on experience with the body. And it's very unique. I don't know if other schools do this, but 
it made anatomy so much better for me. I learned so much more than I think I would have from just a textbook. So anatomy is very challenging, but I really did like it. I also personally just loved anatomy from like undergrad as well. Like I was always someone who liked human biology rather than like micro like cell biology. So for me, that was something that I personally really enjoyed. And another class that I really enjoyed in um, the first year was just dental anatomy because that's the first exposure we got to actual dentistry because I don't know if anyone else felt this way, but in undergrad, I was always like, I just can't wait till I get to have those actual dental classes. You know, when you're in organic chemistry and biochemistry, it's like, I don't really, like for me, I didn't like those classes because I was like, this isn't going to apply for me. Like, I'm not going to use this for the rest of my life. So when I finally had dental anatomy, it was like so exciting and so cool. And I was like, wow, I'm going to be using this for the rest of my life. So that was really cool. And then another class that I think was very challenging. Well, right now I'm in neuroanatomy and we just had our first exam and that was so tough. And I studied so much, but I still had no idea what was going on the exam. So that one was challenging. But besides that, I feel like all of my classes have been pretty manageable. And that might have been because of my master's. I think that my master prepared me so well. And I think that I really have fine-tuned how to study. So I think as long as you know how to study and you know your like your process in studying, it's, you're going to be fine. I think, honestly, um, for like for the first year, we've mostly been doing the basic sciences. So bio, biochemistry, um, pathology, immunology, all those classes. So, so far it's been pretty good, pretty basic. Um, and what's nice about dental school is that it's all related to dentistry. So even though we're learning biochemistry and we're learning pathology and all that stuff, they relate it to dental diseases or something you might see in a patient in the dental chair. So it's really exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's what people look forward to the most about dental school is finally doing dental related things. And the fact that the sciences can all relate back to case studies, I feel like is really cool. And I know now like everyone's online for schooling. So how is that like adjustment going for you? To be honest, I feel like it's been pretty well. Like I at first was a little concerned because I'm someone who likes to go to class. I like to have that live in-person lecture, but I adjusted pretty quickly and I really enjoyed um, just doing it on my own time, but I also gave myself a schedule. So I would wake up around nine and I would go sit down at a table, like away from my bedroom, and I would sit down and just do my lectures. And, you know, I'd pause it and then continue, which I thought at first would be bad, but I was able to focus and it's been good for me. I've been enjoying it. Um, I'm on spring break right now, but I'm still going to be studying because I know I have exams coming up afterwards. So it's all about knowing yourself, knowing your process, how long you need, and just, you have to focus, you know, you might not be motivated, but you have to remember that you're still in school. This isn't vacation. So you just have to keep up that motivation. Do you feel like you've had like good engagement with your classmates or are you pretty much like on your own, like learning, or are you already like kind of a solo studier person? Um, I am a solo studying person. Like I would go with my friends to the library. Like we'd be like, okay, let's all go to the library right now. Um, so yeah, I have like had to manage this by myself, 
I would sometimes like get with my friend and study quickly before the exam, but we haven't done that since we've been online, but it still has been okay. Um, We will Zoom after the exam though, and we'll meet up and talk about what was on the exam. I don't know if other people like doing that or not, but we always would do that um, just to discuss the questions and see like what we got for everything. So for, yeah, that's like pretty much the only time that I've ever been like interacting with my friends. And then we also have a giant group me with the entire class. So that's how I get basically all my information on what's going on, on like what people are saying in the group me. And yeah, that's basically all the interaction I've had with my classmates. Yeah, I get that for sure. Especially if you're just trying to study and do well, you don't necessarily need to be like talking to people all the time. Um, I had another question about like, since your classes and everything are like, self-paced or like tuning into a Zoom lecture, do you have more time in your day to study because you're not doing any like sim lab pre-clinic things? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely way more time. And so actually all of our lectures are pre-recorded from last year. So we're not even doing Zoom meetings. The only Zoom classes that we're having right now is for operative. And so that's only for the lecture part of operative. Obviously we're not doing the hands-on part of operative, but For my neuroscience class that I'm doing right now, all of our lectures are already online. So what I'm doing is to keep on schedule is I'll look at our schedule that we were supposed to have originally before all of this happened. And I'll make sure I listen to the lectures um, that were supposed to happen on that day. So if like, say on Monday, we were supposed to have two lectures of neuroanatomy, I'll make sure I get those two done. So I'm keeping up with the schedule, even though we don't have to, but it's good for me to have that organization. Yeah, I feel like that's very inspiring. I would hope if I'm, well, I'm going to be online this summer, I think as well. So hopefully I can be as scheduled as you are, but I guess it's kind of a necessity though, too, to not get too behind because you probably can't like cram like you could in undergrad. (laughs) Oh, definitely not. You have to study at least like a week in advance. There's I mean, I say that, but we do cram sometimes, but it's not good in the end. (laughs) You want to be studying about a week in advance. Yeah, for sure. How many do you know, like a credits equivalent or like how many classes are you in for your first, I guess, are you in like your third term now or your second term? So it's still the second term. And to be honest, I don't really know how many like credits we are in total. I know that some classes are more credits than others. We do have classes that kind of go in and out of the semester, if that makes any sense. So like at the beginning, we had a t- we had tissue biology first, and then we had um, host immunology and like cell defense. And now we're in neuro. So it's like different classes are starting and ending within the semester, if that makes any sense. So I'm not, I don't really keep track of like the course credits. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Not really necessary. Just take as, as it comes and do your work. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you have any advice or like tips for incoming D1s when it comes to like hand skills and like practicing in sim lab and everything. Oh, yeah. So I think that first of all, you have to be good at managing your time. Um, once you start operative, Um, you're going to be have, you're going to have a lot of projects going on and you also have to manage your lectures and you have to manage your studying. So having, um, a good like planning system that you go about, like whether it's online or like a paper planner, you know, you have to be able to time manage. So block out times that you're going to go 
and work in the preclinic in times that you're going to go study. So you're not, you know, doing all your projects and then you're behind in lecture. You have to keep up with everything. Um, so time management is super important. And also, if there is something that you're struggling with, you just have to ask, you know, ask the professors, ask an older student, ask one of your classmates, because everyone is willing to give advice and you just have to take from everyone and then decide for yourself what works for you. Because everyone's going to give you a different technique. Some things will work for you and some things won't. So you have to decide for yourself what works, but you have to ask first, you know, you, you can't just, if you're struggling with something, you could probably practice it and practice it and eventually get it. But it's nice to ask other people to see what they do because everyone does things differently. So when you ask someone, they'll give you a new t- technique and maybe that will work for you really well. So it's just about getting um, like different techniques from different people, practicing and seeing which one works best for you. Got it. That makes sense. And how much time would you say you're spending on like your coursework, like lecture classes versus like your operative, like hands-on? Um, I definitely think I spend more time studying and doing my lectures, but basically when a competency comes up, which is when we're going to be examined on our skills. So we'll have like a, a test where you sit down at your station and then they're going to check your work afterwards. And so when those competencies come up, usually you spend, I don't know, three hours at a time, usually because you can't spend too much time in the preclinic because otherwise, you know, you get tired in there and you, you once you're in the preclinic, um, you can't like drink water, or eat food. So you get really thirsty in there and you get hungry. So you can only spend so much time in there. But usually before competencies, you'll spend like every day in there, like a week in advance. So usually you spend about three hours or four hours um, before the competency every day, which I guess you could say is the same for studying, but I feel like I study a l- like more than I would spend time in the preclinic before competencies. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also talking about D1 year, is there any advice you have just in general to like be successful and like make the most of it for anyone coming into dental school? Yeah, so I think to make the most of it, I think this is like my number one tip for incoming dental students is make friends with everyone. Um, eat, not even just like in the first week, like in the first few months. Well, I guess this applies for Tufts because we're such a big program. I know other programs are smaller, so you probably do know everyone within a week. But I was meeting people like in the first few months. So it wasn't even just the first week I was meeting people. And I think that when you get to know people, you know, you, you make a good environment for yourself in school. And I love going to school. And I think that's better than not liking going to school, if that makes sense. Um, so like making sure to like be friendly with everyone and getting to know everyone, I think that will help you more rather than just like secluding yourself. Because also when you make those connections with people, you can you know, ask them for advice. And these are people that you can ask questions to. So it's nice to have those friends and those resources. Also, I think that you, you do need to study a lot in dental school. You need to know that you're going to be studying all the time, but it's also important to know that you should not make your life just about studying. Like you, you need to have fun on the weekends once in a while, maybe not the weekend before an exam, but after you have an exam, you know, you go out with your friends and you have fun because if you make your life all about studying and all about dental school, it's not going to be enjoyable and you're not going to have fun and you're just going to hate yourself. So what's the point of 
doing dental school if you're not going to enjoy it. You know, you might as well study and like enjoy what you're doing and then and also enjoy your life, like your out your life outside of dental school. So that's one of my biggest tips. You're going to be studying a lot, but make sure your life isn't just about dentistry. Have those hobbies, have that time with your friends. Um, and that's, I think, the best thing to do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And then do you think that your friends who maybe are from out of state since you've always been in Boston, like how are they liking Boston? And is it kind of fun like showing people around that have never really been in the city before? Yeah, I think most people from outside of Boston are loving it. Um, I know it's a big adjustment for a lot of people coming from warmer states um, with the weather here because we do get a lot of snow. So I remember in the first few weeks, I was telling a lot of people like, okay, you need to get these boots, you need to get this jacket. Um, But I think for the majority of people, they loved it when the snow came. They were like, oh my God, my first snow. So I think that a lot of people enjoyed the new different weather. And I think a lot of people enjoy Boston. I I don't know if I'm biased, but I think Boston's a great city. Um, There's so much to do. Um, There's just so much life here, you know. Although it's not like New York where you can stay out super late. But if you're in dental school, you don't exactly want to do that all the time either. You can't be partying all the time. So I think it's a great city, and I think most people love it here. Um, Yeah, I think it's beautiful here, and there's so much to do, so... Yeah, I did interview at Tufts, so I really did like the city a lot. Um, what is there like a neighborhood or area that's like most common for students to live in, or do they live like outside of the city and like commute in? Yeah, so there's actually two specific buildings that a lot of students live in, and it's the Metropolitan, which is literally right next door to the hospital, so students can l- wake up five minutes before class. And then there's also the AVA, which is a little bit more expensive, but some students will live there because it is across the street. And then you have students who live also across, there's like a bridge, so there's a a building across the bridge that some students live in, it's called Ink Block. And then some other popular areas are either like the South End, the North End. The North End is actually pretty popular for students as well, because that's just a T right away. Um, but the majority of students do stay very close to the school, um, even though it is really expensive. You have your t- tuition loans for that. So people usually just do that. Yeah. And you mentioned the hospital. And since you mentioned that, it made me remember that on our tour of Tufts, they did show us that the hospital is like connected to the dental school, which I think is really unique. Are dental students like, do you do rotations in the hospital once you're like third or fourth year? I believe so. I don't really know because they haven't mentioned any of that to us, but I believe so. I believe you do take rotations in the hospital. And it is really cool. I walk through the hospital every day and it's really exciting to see, you know, other professions, the dentist, the um, doctors, the nurses. So it's really cool being right next to a hospital. Yeah. And they also mentioned like that that's like a common area for like students to hang out, that little like cafeteria down there. I don't know if that's true or if that was just something they were saying on the interview. Um, Not exactly. Um, We do have a building that we share with the medical students that usually we do hang out at. Um, It's like the library with some lecture halls that the medical students go to. So the fourth floor is kind of like the cafeteria area, and that's where the majority of the dental students will hang out. Um, there is an Aubon pan in the hospital, which I do go to often. So maybe that's what they were talking about. Yeah, probably. And then 
Um, for like the school in general, do you feel like people are often like there and studying there or after classes are done, do they just like kind of go home and do their own thing? I think that the majority of people do actually go to the library and study and people, even if they're not going to lectures, I think people are going to the library to study. It's usually packed in there. I mean, we share it with the medical students, but I usually see all my classmates in there studying. Um, so yeah, I think everyone pretty much goes to the library. I love going to the library. I go there every day to study. It's just like a quiet place where you can focus and just, you know, do your work. Yeah. It's nice that it's like, sounds like it's a very like productive environment to be in, which I feel like is probably really nice. Um, do you have any other like advice or words of wisdom that you want to give before we like wrap up here? Yeah. Um, I just want to say that I remember when I was a pre-dental, it just seemed so far away to me. And I was like, this is such a long process. This is so difficult. Like, I can't wait to be there. And, you know, now I'm here and it's just like, I can't believe it. Like after all of those years, it finally paid off, you know? So like, keep working at your goals. Like, just think about that moment when you're dental when you're in dental school and you have your white coat just keep thinking about those and keep those images in your head that will help you you know get through those tough times because i know there were so many tough times for me it was such a long process for me but you know you finally will get there and if this is something you really want you will get it so no matter what if it's like you have a bad grade or you know this class particular class you're in is super hard like if you just get through it, you will make it if you if this is really what you want, you know, and once you're in dental school, it's just so much fun. And it's the whole process is so worth it. So just keep going. And, you know, you'll make it. Oh, that's awesome. That made me smile. I feel like you do really have to hold on to those like, tangible goals and things to keep you motivated when things get tough. So I totally agree with that. And then what is the best way for people to reach out to you or like want to plug like your YouTube and Instagram for them to look you up? <laughs> that was the second thing I was going to say. I just thought of this, you know, always ask. Um, I was definitely very shy when I was an undergrad and I was like very afraid to go ask professors things or go ask my advisor, but like, you can't be afraid. Just ask for advice. There are going to be moments where you don't know what to do. And I guess that's why I started my Instagram, right? So you guys can always reach out to me, always ask me anything. Um, my, Instagram is Eleni Marie, E-L-E-N-I-M-A-R-I-E with three E's. And then my YouTube is also Eleni Marie. Um, So you guys can just reach out to me on my Instagram, ask me anything, and I'm so happy for your questions. Yeah, I know you just did a Q&A video on YouTube too, which I watched, which I think was super helpful. So I'm sure you're going to end up getting more questions and everything from everyone here. But um, I think that's everything. So thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun.